0: Hello, welcome back to the Moms That Lead podcast. Can you believe we're already in the last few weeks of the year? Yep, it's that time that everybody starts talking about New Year's resolutions and New Year's goals. And given how 2020 turned out, I think I'm seeing even more energy around getting busy so we can move on from this year. As you can tell from the title of this episode, I don't disagree with new adventures for the new year. I'm a big believer in goals and habits that help us to get closer to achieving those goals. But before we run off like chickens let out of a pen being chased by a big dog, not that that ever happens at my house, I'd like us to pause and reflect on some of the words of Henry David Thoreau. He said, It is not enough to be busy. The question is, what are we busy about? As we discussed last week, the hamster wheel is not the place for you. Going through your days feeling unfulfilled is not what you are meant for. And especially as a leader, you need to have the calm that comes from having the clarity around and being grounded in your purpose or your why. Wait, don't leave me. I know, I know, you've heard so many people talking about the mystical act of finding your purpose that the words may even make you cringe. But as I said in episode 4... We at Moms That Lead strongly believe that finding your purpose should not be a fluffy exercise that disengages you from the reality happening around you. It instead should be a guide for your journey through that reality. So today we're going to start with the first of three elements that we think make up your purpose. The part that I think is the foundation, your values. Next week, before our short holiday break, we'll talk about the other two your strengths and your passion. So in the craziness of this holiday season, take some time for yourself and join me in a conversation about something that when discovered can bring you peace and direction for making 2021 the year that you want it to be. Hey, are you ready to jump off the
1: hamster wheel and finally listen to that voice inside that says you were meant for more? Are you ready to replace overwhelm with calm and clarity? Self doubt with confidence and mom guilt with connection? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Moms That Lead podcast, where we know that moms have a unique ability to be world changers and that leadership is not about position. But instead, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you are a leader. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor, determined to bring you the inspiration, motivation, and practical tips to help you live your best life. I'm a corporate leader and coach turned nonprofit founder. My family's journey to completing an Ironman triathlon changed my life forever, and I want to be your friend on the journey to gain the clarity, confidence, and connection that I gained from that experience. So if you're ready to ditch mom guilt and activate your strengths, let's jump in. Okay. So
0: what are you thinking about focusing on in 2021? Maybe you want to exercise more, or maybe you want to read a book a month. Maybe you want to be better about making time for your family. All great goals, and I don't want to discourage any of them. But if we're not careful, the goals and resolutions we make just become additional rungs on the hamster wheel, if there are even rungs on the hamster wheel. Or they just become additional items on the to-do list. And that's not what we need as moms that lead. After all, it's pretty hard to follow a leader on a hamster wheel since she's not going anywhere. So how do we focus on what really matters? The first step is to uncover what your values are. The fact is that we all have values. They're there. But you can't really experience their power unless you name them so that you can use them to make decisions. So it seems so simple, but let's take a minute to define it. What even is a value? Brene Brown defines them as a way of being or believing that we hold most important. Simple definition, but what does that mean for you? How can you tell what your values are? You may have done this exercise like me in the past. You're given a list with words like courage, love, family, responsibility, and patriotism on it and you're asked to pick two or three that are most important to you. I've found that to be incredibly difficult. After all, usually about 20 of the words on the list of 30 words sound great to me. So I like to lead women I'm coaching through a questioning process. So let's do it today. The first level of questions have to do with having you identify what's most important to you in your life. Now some women can just answer that very straightforward question. But if you're like me, you might need a little bit more. So if you find it difficult to answer the question about what's most important to you in your life, try these questions instead. First, how about listing out two experiences from your past when you felt most proud of yourself? What made you feel most proud? Or, if you want to look at it from kind of more of a negative perspective, which tends to sometimes work best for me, what current happenings in the world get you riled up today? You see, values are very closely related to our feelings. That's one of the reasons that it's so important to identify them. When we're acting in accordance with our values, we feel great. We feel proud. But when we're acting in a way that's out of alignment with our values, we feel all the negative emotions, frustration, annoyance, shame. So pause this podcast right now and, if you're not driving... Write down your answers to the questions I just gave you. Either just answer the question, what's most important to you in your life? Or look at moments that you were most proud of yourself. Or look at what gets you really riled up about what's happening in society today. Got it? Okay. The next step I learned from Dean Jones of Gallup. And I love it for many reasons. One is that it's very simple. And the other is that it has to do with one of my favorite processes from my corporate job, root cause analysis. Basically, you need to take your answer from the last questions and ask yourself why five times or as many times as it takes to get down to the value that is behind your answer. You may have heard of the five whys as a root cause analysis process. Let me walk you through an example in case you're not sure what I mean. So let's say I answered the question about what current happenings in the world get me riled up. My answer to that is that I'm fed up with the current name-calling in the political arena and on social media. Why? Well, because it's mean and counterproductive. Why do I think it's mean? Because it treats people like objects and caricatures. Why does that bother me? Because I believe each person needs to be respected. Why do I believe that? because I think each person has value. Why do I believe that? Because of my faith in a God who created us and loves us so much that he knows the number of hairs on our head. That example actually uncovered two of my key values, faith and respect. Okay, so what do we do with that now? So much. Given that we're just talking about having a couple simple words that are easy to remember, these values can be immensely helpful when making both big and small decisions. Like a small decision. Do I want to join in a conversation that's poking fun at a political candidate who I disagree with? No. That would go against my value of respect. Or a bigger decision. Do I want to take on a new leadership role at a company that has a specific focus on the triple bottom line? For those of you not familiar with that, that's taking care of not just profit, but also people and the planet. So do I want to take on that leadership role? probably as that aligns with my value of faith in a god that created the planet and all of the people in it to flourish not only can we use those values to help us make small and big decisions but when we combine the values with our strengths and passion that we'll talk about next week they help us to set new year goals that will bring us the fulfillment and s- that will bring us the fulfillment that we crave and set us on a consistent path of growth toward being the leader that we were created to be. Instead of bouncing around from one self-improvement project to another, we will have an ultimate direction and continue to take steps on that path. That's what will make us leaders worth following. So join us next week for the next steps on how to focus on what really matters in 2021. And if you want to work through this purpose discovery process live with me as you begin your next year, but you don't have the time or money at this point to commit to the group coaching program I mentioned last week, I've got a great option for you. On January 12th at 7 p.m. Central Time, I will be offering an hour-long live training and coaching session to help you gain clarity on your purpose and set your focus for the year. I'll be doing some live coaching, giving you a chance to get personal feedback and if needed, to help you get unstuck. Because I know that this is so needed, as many of us are craving a new start or are in a place of transition after 2020, I'm doing this as a coaching for donations event and only asking for a donation of any amount to the nonprofit Stronger to Serve. You can learn more about this opportunity, Stronger to Serve, at bit.ly that's B-I-T dot L-Y, forward slash 2021 lead with purpose. You can find that in the show notes too, of course. And the show notes, as a reminder, can always be found at momsthatlead.com forward slash podcast forward slash whatever episode we're on, which in this case is 29. And as a special gift, anyone who donates $100 or more will get a free hour-long coaching session with me. So check that out and join us next week to conclude this conversation until next time lead with love